Sports Talk Chicago. John Zaglou, John Meadows back here with you. Billy Wagner is our guest. He's going to come back here in just a second. Uh, be sure to follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. You miss any of this show, including this great, exciting, exclusive interview, head over to sportstalkchicago.com and podcast it. You can also find the video on our YouTube page. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit up all of our great radio and TV affiliates that we're on every single week. WKAN 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, JTV, WJOB, and City's 92.9 Talk FM. We're still here with Billy Wagner, seven-time All-Star, current Baseball Hall of Fame candidate, and the head baseball coach of the Miller School talked a lot about Billy's coaching career and obviously playing career in the first segment. And Billy, with you here now, let's talk about the big news out there. The cat's out of the bag. It's your ninth year on the ballot out of 10 for the Baseball Hall of Fame. What do you make of your Hall of Fame case today? Well, I'm not a very good car salesman, so I, I know that if I go talking about my candidacy, it's, it's not going to go very well, so I'm only <laughs> going to shoot myself in the foot, but... I, I think when you talk about those things, and I, I think what I what I'd like to talk about when we talk about my candidacy is like the Todd Heltons, you know, the Gary Sheffields, the guys like that, that uh, you know, the Andrew Jones, uh, guys like that are similar situations as I am. We're on the cusp. There's, a, there's a, those, you know, we we did it the right way. There was no steroid implications. Your name wasn't leaked out there to anything. I think things like that. Uh, I think you, you know, being a stand-up person, you know, answering the call, not always being the best. In it. I, I mean, I was, I've always been known for, for having very good <laughs> interviews because I was never afraid to, to, to step away and probably should have at times. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but I, I think, you know, when, when you view yourself with these type of candidates and you watch the, and you know what Andrew Jones was when he stepped in. Uh, when he was young and the difference he made in a team. I, I don't, I don't, Greg Maddox didn't Greg Maddox without Andrew Jones. Uh, neither is Glavin. The, I mean, the runs that the normal center fielder gives up is different than what Andrew Jones gives up. And it's, you're, you're, you're a different player. And so for every good closer, there was so many people behind you that made these great plays. And I mean, I wouldn't be where I'm at today wouldn't have the success I had today if I hadn't had those types of players. And so when you think about the Sheffields and their abilities to go out and do what they did on a consistency, and I mean, I think Gary's got like close to 1,500 or 1,500 RBIs or something like that. I mean, those are, those are substantial. Those are big time things. And I, and I mean, he, he's, you know, and I think Andrew Jones and Todd Hilton playing in, in, in the era that he did. And, and I don't care where you play, you still got to produce. I mean, you know, we can talk about this all, all we want. But I think those guys, uh, you know, I'm excited for those guys. You know, it would be, you know, I think Adrian Beltran will definitely go in. I think there will be no doubt about that. He's He was a great player from the day he stepped on the field. So, you know, I'm happy about that. It's fun to watch that. Uh, Jim Leland being in the Hall of Fame is fantastic and well overdue. You know, what a, what a great stigma. What just a personality for the game. Uh, true champion. Uh, for myself to be put in that situation is an honor to be on that page to be looked at uh, in that way is an honor uh, you know I'm, I'm not going to stand here and say that you know the way I feel about myself I did what I was supposed to do as my grandfather said I didn't do anything that I wasn't supposed to do so going out and winning games and striking people out and doing getting saves is what I was paid to do so uh, those are difficult questions for me to answer because I feel that uh, those those are for the, the 
to guys that I played against to they they're the ones that should be answering is Billy Wagner a Hall of Famer those are the guys that I think that I respect what have any of your peers if you know said about you and about your candidacy in terms of the Hall of Fame well you know I think a few guys I think you know you know Trevor came out and saying saying he thought I was a Hall of Famer, which is always good when you have your peers that are already in. Uh, Chipper, Tom Glavin, Bagwell, and Biggio. Um, you know, there, there's, been a, there's been a handful. There's been, I'm sure, plenty. I, I don't know right off the top of my head, but I know that, um, you know, those are guys that, you know, the press has reached out to to find out what they think. And I, I think when guys that are in the Hall of Fame can can say I think they know what a Hall of Famer is. I think they have an idea. And so when you reach out, you know, you know, especially guys you played with, guys you played with, they know you inside and out. They know you in the locker room. They know you on the bus rides. They know you in the flights. They know you on the field, off the field. They know all these things. And so when you when you get that type of pat on the back by a Chipper Jones or Jeff Bagwell, they've seen you good and bad. They've seen all the things, the positive things, the times you've talked about their family more than you've talked about their, their bad. I, I think there's, you know, we talk about the character, those types of things. Those are the guys that I think, you know, that's why I think those, those types of guys mean more. And I think, you know, I, I mean, why players, when they have, when they, they, they should probably have more of an impact on who they think. It's, it, it's not a biased thing when you, you do have dominance. You know, and, and I think it's very easy when you don't know players. Like, I mean, I wouldn't expect a guy out in California to know Billy Wagner. I mean, you know, um, we, I, I wasn't out there a lot. Uh, but, but I think when you talk and, and you, you meet a Billy Wagner, it, you see a difference. When you're, when, you're, when you're in the batter's box and people see it, it's different. So, you know, I, I think that... You know, for me, all I can do by talking about my candidacy is shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> How have you felt about the recent growth of support for you, though? I mean, you debuted around, what, 10.5%? Last yeah. year, you got up to 68%. You still have two years left. How have you felt about that growth in general? Well, you know, in a lot of ways, surprised. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I really stopped looking. Uh, last year was a total shock. I mean, that you know that 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 jumped that way, and I, I think it's made this year a little bit harder, of course, because now, you know, 27 votes out. You know, uh, Jesus Ortiz has been a good friend of mine who has really pushed for my candidacy uh, and, and and talking and, and and to other people and you know trying to get people to to be a Billy Wagner supporter. Uh, you know, and, and I'm really, really thankful for, for him and, and, and that. And then Gene Diaz in, in, uh, uh, in Houston has been very good for me, pushing out that uh, my agenda for that. And Jay Horowitz for the Mets. That he's been, Jay's been fantastic and always been a big supporter. Uh, you know, you know it, it's, it's great to see this jump, but it is nerve-wracking because you know that 27 votes are very hard to get. And, you know, and that's that's like getting those last three outs in the ninth inning. It's those are the hardest ones to get. And so, you know, trying to talk to people and that's something I, I don't do. So I'm not reaching out to people. I don't know half these people, you know, I, and I and I don't want to go out there and sway somebody because I don't I don't know them. They don't know me. And I don't think it's right to to do that. You either like me 
and believe that this is because you've seen me compete and you know where those stats are and, and you, you have a true feel and it's not, it's, it's a true unbiased feel. That's, that's the way it should be. So I, you know, I, I'm very happy. Hopefully, you know, somehow, some way, you know, I get 27, get 75% uh, to, to make that, that jump. How do you feel around this time of year? I mean, it sounds like clearly and understandably you're a bit nervous. I mean, this year and the next, you only got two years left. You're, you're so close. What, what are those feelings like inside of you when this time comes around? Well, it's more when I do these interviews that I start to really get nervous <laughs> because we, we talk about it. You know, I, I have no idea where I stand right now. I have no idea where I stand with in, in the uh, in voting. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't pay attention to it because I'm not good with disappointment. I, you know, I, I mean, um, you know, I think my kids know about it more than I do. I think it's when it's bad is when you, you are, you see, um, you know, people write them negative things. So, you know, that you can't control and your kids read it. And, you know, those are the toughest part. Those are the tough. And so, you know, not my advice. It's just been, you know, I don't want to know that I just say, I don't want to know, you know, um, you know, these things are, you know, I think it is what it is. I think if it's meant to be, it'll be. Uh, but at this point, you know, I'm, I'm gearing up for spring baseball. And so, uh, you know, I've got New Year's coming up. I'm going to hang out with my family, go watch my daughter in Nashville play basketball. And then I'm just going to, you know, really dive into that, that baseball, the high school baseball, and take my mind and uh, a lot of that pressure off of me. What would it mean to you if you got in? Well, I mean, I mean, it's, you know, that's what we all play for. I mean, you, you play for rings and to be, and, and I feel like when you're voted in, there is a substantial respect for you and what you've done for the game and how you went about playing that game and, you know, your character in the game. Um, I, I think there's something that there's just a, a huge effect that, that you're able to, to, to feel and a pride that, I don't think, uh, you know, it's something you can you describe until you get there. I, I think thinking back and, and thinking about the guys that went before you and watching millions and millions of these, it feels like they're, they're, they're Hall of Fame speeches. I mean, you know, going back and, and listening to some of the media talk about guys who, how they practiced. And it, it just, it, it's, you know, I know it'll be very emotional. I know it'll be... Uh, you know, you know, I, I don't even know what day it even comes out, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure somebody will let me know. And, you know, I'm sure that day, if I do happen to get a, a call, it'll be, uh, you know, I know I'll be on a baseball field when I get the call. So it'll be, you know, pretty, uh, pretty emotional. You had mentioned earlier people like Andrew Jones, Todd Helton, uh, Larry Walker recently got in. Do you feel like your case, your candidacy, provides some hope for people like that who didn't really have a lot of support to begin with, but their support, like yours, has grown greatly? Well, I, I definitely. I think people get to know you a little bit more the more you're on the ballot. I think people get to look at Andrew Jones, the Sheffields, the Heltons uh, a little longer and, and really get to dive into just how great they really are. And, you know, I've been blessed to be, be on this ballot this long and, you know, uh, and when you look back at guys who had been on this ballot before and, and didn't get in and, and then went to the Veterans Committee, I mean, Lee Smith, I mean, is the epitome of, 
of you know that you know e even the Fred McGriff uh, guys like that uh, I mean are you know great examples of what can happen you know so you can't give up hope I think uh, you know being on this ballot gives you a, a you know you know is really a, a should give you some pride and some hope and 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 the longer you're on here the the the, you should, the more you have a shot at getting into that to uh, getting to the ultimate prize so you know I think I think you know guys will get in. I think you know I really hope that Gary Sheffield gets in this year, and I really hope that Todd gets in. I know he's really super close, and I think that uh, Andrew will definitely get in. And I, I think that you know hopefully you know uh, somehow there's 27 voters out there that you know feel feel like I'm worthy. So you know, fingers crossed, I guess. I will say this. I know you said you didn't want to make your case. I'll make it for you for an extent. This is me talking, not you. So I want to make your case just for a second here. More strikeouts per nine than Trevor Hoffman. Better ERA plus than Trevor Hoffman. Um, better ERA in general than Hoffman. Now, you made less appearances, of course. But nevertheless, the rate stats show that there was dominance for a long, long period of time from 95 to 2010. So... You know, you don't even have to react to that necessarily, but the numbers are there to support your case, and I hope that more voters see that here with two years left to go. Well, I mean, I mean, that's what longevity gets you, right? I mean, there's so many numbers out there anymore, and when you you think about dominance and what really is your grading factor, I mean, that's what you're looking for, and so when you're looking for you know, where, where was he dominant? I mean, in 16 years, the league kept 187 against you. I mean, what, what else do you want him to do? I mean, um, you know, 33% of the time I was striking somebody out. I mean, those are those are things that, and, and I mean, when I hope that when people are thinking about, hey, you know, do I want to vote for this guy or not, that they're, think, they're not thinking about, you know, anything more than just the numbers because the numbers are what you're graded on, not, you know, you know, not knowing somebody or or somebody hearsay. It, it there. You know, until you know the person, you can't really talk about character. Billy Wagner still here with us on Sports Talk Chicago. Billy, a uh, few more questions here before we finish up. First off, how did you become a left-handed pitcher? <laughs> well, you would think. Uh, you know, I, I've done it myself, but I, I did, it was luck. Honestly, pure luck. Uh, playing football in, in my grandmother's front yard and getting tackled and fell on breaking my, my right arm. And, uh, then going out, uh, shortly after that, a couple months later, I think it was, and, uh, on the monkey bars and falling and breaking it again. So, I mean, you know, obviously God, God is real and has a real purpose for you because there's no way that that happens. And I, I turned left-handed and, and able to throw a hundred miles an hour. So, you know, I just, you know, there, there was something to that and very blessed. In, in that regards, but I don't think anybody was looking at that from at that point when I was growing up. But uh, man, it's crazy to think how how things are now when you look back at how that all transpires. And Billy, before we finish up today, last question: um, How's your faith impacted your baseball career and your life here today? I'd love to hear it. Well, you know. <sighs> When you when you come from where I came from, broken home, you come from, uh, and, and going through multiple uh, schools and breaking your arm and being going from right hand to left hand. I mean, I think um, faith plays a huge part because I know that God is real and God's 
working through me because of what he's allowed me to accomplish. Um, you know, the light that he's put on me to be uh, a positive influence to kids and young adults uh, to help in, in those moments. Uh, you know, baseball was the podium for me to be on, to give me that opportunity. And I think, you know, God's using that for, for me to help other people that may not have, you know, a strong or, or understand, you know, or go through a tough time. And just to know that, you know, great things come from struggles. And a lot of times when you're struggling, you know, you, that's that test. And, you know, and I think God gave, has given us tests every every day. And, you know, I think that that was just one of those tests that allowed me to get to this. And I think, uh, you know, without God being in my life, I couldn't have been successful. I don't think I would have my wife and my kids uh, a career. I don't think I would be able to do any of those successful things without having that blessing in my life. And so, you know, uh, you know, my grandparents from day one woke up in the morning reading the Bible and went to bed reading the Bible. And and to this day, I wake up in the morning and I read the Bible because I think that that's the part that keeps me whole. And that it's the probably only thing in my life that I feel is a, a real fulfillment is reading God's word and knowing that He's got a plan for me. Billy, I love it. Um, I always love having you on. You are welcome anytime. It's always beyond a pleasure to have you. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing these results come out. Again, for any writer listening, vote for Billy Wagner. Don't don't be an idiot. Don't leave him off. Vote for Billy Wagner. Put him on your ballot. That way he can get into the Hall of Fame. And uh, Billy, looking forward to staying in touch, man, and having you on again soon. Oh, anytime, John. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate it. We'll be right back here on Sports Talk Chicago. Bears football coming up. Don't want to miss it.